0: of Marketing, Management, of Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. All right. Today, we are going to be looking at a topic that we so lovingly call cultural marketing. It's one of three pieces of marketing that really encompass all of marketing. Yeah.
1: All, all ways you can market, we feel sure. go into three categories. Right. Traditional, digital, and cultural. Right. Now, This episode, we're going to be talking primarily about cultural, but let's go ahead and just kind of define these three perfect, so that we're all on the same, you know,
0: same foundation. Okay. So digital is anything online, right? Whether that's PPC or your social media, anything like that. Traditional marketing is offline. So you'll run into things like radio advertising or newspaper ads or your store signage, things like that now cultural marketing what we'll be looking at today is a lot more subtle it's a lot more ethereal it's not not specifically tied down in in the the world of small business and marketing and so we're going to try to put some parameters around this and define it a little bit better yeah but it's exactly what its name says Mm
1: -hmm. what is your marketing culture yes if if you as an entrepreneur if you have a goal out there does your team believe in that goal? Are you all working towards the same thing? If your business touts that you have, you know, amazing quality but can't live up to that reputation, right? you know, it, it, it doesn't matter how good your digital marketing is. It doesn't matter how many flyers you put out there. It doesn't matter if you've got billboards all along the freeway. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change anything because you're not living up to your brand promise. So right. the cultural
0: marketing is saying, are you, are you meeting customer expectations? Yeah. And it's another way for your brand to be consistent, like you said, in that in that brand message. If you introduce confusion, in, in terms of cultural marketing, it's another opportunity for you to lose sales. Mm-hmm. Anytime you introduce confusion to your customer, you lose money. Yeah, yeah, You absolutely. lose sales. So uh, let's, let's dive into this a little bit deeper. Uh, you kind of mentioned that you want your staff moving in the same direction. An analogy that you've used in the past that I really like is you're all rowing the boat in the same direction, right? Right, and
1: you know, I, I I like this idea of you know picture that uh, you know you've got people rowing the boat and you've got some people on the one side and the other people on the other side, and if I've got someone who is like rowing backwards, yeah, <laughs> uh, all, all of a sudden I, I'm like starting to turn right mm-hmm. and I and I go in circles, but think about this one: if I've got someone who is rowing forward, but maybe they're rowing way too strong. I'm also going to start to veer. Like right. we all have to be rowing in unison toward the same objective to make right. the boat go forward. Otherwise, we veer or turn or I mean right. capsize, yeah. you know, getting a little bit extreme there. But the same thing will happen in your business. As your right. team, you gotta look at it. Like, are are people, you know, are are they clear of where you know, everything is supposed to be going. Mm -hmm. Are they rowing in the same order? And and I think back to kind of like, you know, medieval war where they had the big drums to keep everyone (laughs) on the same beat. and, 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 And it's this idea of what does it take for you as the entrepreneur? What does it take for you as the manager to kind of keep things going together? So really, when we get into this cultural marketing, we're talking a lot about the marketing piece, but also, that
0: management leadership piece. Perfect. That is a perfect segue into the nuts and bolts of this. Let's get into some examples here. So, uh, well, to run with the the boat rowing example it, mm-hmm. for for another minute, uh, it takes this this planning. It takes concerted effort on the part of the members that are rowing that boat to to stay in rhythm. You know to to be in cadence. Same thing with the war 19 or 18, whatever. How far did you- I went medieval. medieval. I don't know.
1: I guess the 1900s were medieval. Yeah. (laughs) Today's day and age, yeah, with the
0: right technologies moving, for sure. My kids think it was. (laughs) (laughs) What, you didn't have internet when you were my age? No, I didn't. All right, let's pull this back in a little bit. So so I worked with a entrepreneur. He was actually quite a successful entrepreneur and I was moderately surprised at that. (laughs) Uh, so this individual, he uh, he had a convenience store. Okay. He also had a hotel. He was into hospitality. Okay. Right? Uh, a restaurant, a few other things. Right? So he
1: he owns all these things at the same time. Yeah. So
0: he's kind of has his fingers in all of these different sure. things. Uh, though it seemed he was somewhat successful, there was no plan whatsoever that I was able to identify that either existed in any of the individual businesses or in the businesses as a whole. Okay. And that was clearly evident by the different feel that existed within each of these establishments. So you'd walk into the the hotel and they were clearly going in one direction uh, in terms of like, Caring for customers and things like that. You walk into the convenience store and that was like non existent. And it wasn't that he was intentionally doing this, it was just at the mercy of whatever employees he had working there at the time. Oh. And so you saw things like high turnover rate, you saw things like um, a lack of knowledge of what the uh, differentiators were for each of these businesses. Sure, yeah, yeah. You had no discernible plan <sighs> or execution thereof whatsoever. And, and here's the crazy thing
1: with situations like that is it's so hard to know what sales you're losing because you never have them in the first place. Right. And so, you know, he's got this convenience store and sure, he's, he, he was making money. I mean, obviously he was yeah. making some money. Right. But you look at how many businesses go through and like they're barely surviving Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is, well, what is this culture that you have, you know, in this business is, is, are you really marketing your business through proper training, proper customer service, you know, employee retention, you know, all of these yeah. key elements, or are you just like, yeah, forget Whatever. It. Uh, Yeah. So someone else will come along. You know, I, I, I if, if you don't want to work here, I,
0: I, I got Five other people that do. Yeah. Well, and then when something starts going wrong, especially if something starts going critically wrong, it's really hard to identify where the hole is that you need to plug. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, because there are so many holes in the boat, to continue that analogy. Yeah. (laughs) uh, There are so many holes in the boat. It's, you know, you don't know what to plug first. You don't know which one's the biggest one, which one is leaking the most. Mm -hmm. And so that was the case with this business. So he was actually, I found out later, he was supplementing, uh, these other businesses, the convenience store, the, the oh. restaurant, with the profits from the hospitality side so, of things.
1: So, yeah, you, you know what this is reminding me of, of the episode that we did just a couple of weeks back: uh, cash flow and zombie businesses. Oh, yeah. yeah, because <laughs> it, he sounds like he's fighting off the zombies yeah. right now, and oh, he's yeah. he's like this close to mm-hmm. you know getting eaten by zombies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just super <laughs> funny. Anyway, so um, that leads me to the next kind of example that I, that I want to portray here. Uh, another client that I worked with was also in hospitality, ironically. He had a, a chain of hotels. This okay. wasn't just one hotel. He had a chain of hotels. His, the, the owner, his office was located in the, the, the bottom floor of one of these hotels. And then there were several um, other hotels that, it, that went across a few different states. And as we went through each of these facilities, it became very clear that there were there were kind of two clicks going on here, right? Mm-hmm. There was the click of everybody that worked for him. They they were just chasing numbers, right? They were just trying to meet those goals that were set out. So there was a plan in place. They were trying to meet these goals, but okay. that's their, that was their sole focus. And I was really curious as to why that was the case. And it became very clear once I went back to his office and sat down with the staff that he worked with on the bottom floor of this one specific hotel. And the, the second click was him and the staff that he worked with on that floor they were all they all kind of colluded and and his staff there were very toxic mm-hmm. and there was some uh, an incredible amount of fear on behalf of that first click uh, they were terribly terrified of of these people and and what could come of any interaction with them any you know misstep or whatever you could be fired in an instant because of you know, offending any one of them, whether that was through not meeting your numbers, not submitting receipts on time, not whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that also has a direct effect on your profits and your marketing.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. And see, the thing that's so interesting is you get these people that they think uh, you. You made an interesting comment when you were first giving your example. And that was, you said, they were so, you know, their sole focus was just on hitting those numbers. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And a a lot of times you learn in, you know, in, in, in business and in leadership that you've got to have this, this, you know, myopic view, this sole focus of success. But the difference here is that, you know, as you were saying, If anyone deviated from his plan, then, you know, it was, you know, off with their heads, kind of this, Mm -hmm. this terrible approach. Yeah. And, you know, in the true leadership, when they say have a, a, a focus, it's a focus that everyone in the company agrees upon. Everyone yeah. is again going back to everybody's that boat. on board. <laughs> yeah, on <boat. laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> that was and too then, easy. I, 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 I had to take it. it. It was nicely played. Nicely played. But they're rowing together. They're rowing in unison. And yeah. and so, you know, I, I look at this and I say, there are so many times where you will see a poor marketing culture. And one of the symptoms that you'll see is the owner or the uh, the manager, the entrepreneur. They're going to have a goal or a vision, but it's not shared. It's, yeah. it's not something that everyone has buy in. Yeah. And so they start just kind of like shoving it down people's throats. And they're just like, oh, you will do this mm-hmm. or, or else. And, and it gets really toxic and people start hating the environment. Lots and, of turnover. Yeah. And sometimes you get, uh, you know, sometimes you, you get some results, but they're very short lived. Mm-hmm. You know, in the basis of power episode that we did, this is the coercion power that we talked yeah. about. And so. You know, I, I'd like to give a a good example because you right. don't always have to go this mm-hmm. way. And you know, I've got a good friend who he's the uh, sales manager for an Audi dealership. Okay, and he, in about well, it was like twelve months. You know, it was a year period of time. He was able to take them, and they actually they weren't in a necessarily a failing position but they were just you know run of the mill average for their region you sure. know nothing special like, yeah nothing special it's like yeah we're not doing great we're not doing poorly and so they brought him on as the uh, the sales manager for this team okay the interesting thing is that he actually doesn't have a lot of direct sales or marketing experience. Uh, he was culinary trained. He's a professional chef. Really? Yeah. And and so okay. what, what ended up happening was he was kind of headhunted for his talent ah, in working with people. Yeah. Like like yeah. he's good at working with food, yeah, but he's great at working with people. And so when he went in, he didn't put a lot of emphasis on, okay, these are the sales goals or, okay, this is what we've got to do to hit our numbers. Mm -hmm. He looked and took the time to say, who's on the team? Do you have buy-in? Do you actually care about this company, what we do? And he started just getting rid of the toxic people. And, you know, if you understand the, you know, selling cars, it's a very cutthroat, competitive oh, environment, for sure. oh. especially when you get into some of those higher end vehicles, mm-hmm. you know, it it gets really kind of cutthroat. And he just changed the culture. And he's like, yeah. no, we're, we're not gonna have this, we're gonna play as a team. And he went in and he made these changes and within a very short period of time, the sales started going up 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 and now they're in the top 3 in the region whoa yeah so nice. he, you know
0: he's he's had great success yeah and that's a that's a great cultural marketing example i love that that's beautiful yeah
1: and and so you know cultural marketing is about the people it's about making sure that people care about the business making sure that people understand the goals of the business that they have buy in that they believe that those goals are going to happen and, and so this is really what we're talking about when we talk about the, uh, the the cultural marketing.
0: Let's take a look at some ways to make this actionable. We've talked a lot about examples of things you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I would probably say there is uh, take some time, do a little introspection, listen to the people that are around you. Don't dismiss their criticisms too abruptly. Uh you know things like that. Yeah, I mean, be ha- honest with yourself. You might be a terrible person, and be open to that.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you're probably out great people. Have some
1: area that you need improvement. You're so be open with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, but let's look at some uh, some really good ways to dive into making this successful. Your cultural marketing a behemoth that's unstoppable, right? <laughs> so the first and most key thing I think is setting goals, right? Okay? It's something that not nearly enough small businesses do and or do right. You see a lot of small businesses that will throw a goal out there and it's insane. It, you know, they're they're shooting for the stars, hoping to land on the moon uh-huh. and yet they don't even get off the ground because it's just insane, right? Right. And so goals that you should set, you come back to that, I i, I don't know, I kind of think it's cliche at this point, a SMART goal, right? But it, there's truth to it. It works. It's cliche because it's legit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know what a SMART goal is, a SMART goal is something that's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Yes, I had to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> But, but the, you know, there's, there's some very well-defined parameters around it, right? Uh-huh. So what's another way that they can make this actionable, our listeners?
1: Right. So one of the things that I'm always thinking about with the cultural marketing is the details. Mm, and cultural yeah. marketing is about the details. Don't get sloppy. Don't get lazy. Whatever you do well, don't just do it. Do it like exceptionally well. Stand out with that aspect yes. of your business because that's a big piece of the cultural marketing. So I went out to eat, um, what, uh, it was about two months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a new restaurant, never been there before. The waitress, she was just Wonderful like amazingly intuitive. Mm, and, yeah. you know, she came and she knew the right moments to come and ask, hey, do you have any questions? Yeah. She was spot on with her recommendations, you know. And and I've I've had the opposite experience where I've gone to oh, yeah. a, a restaurant and I've asked, what do you recommend? And they're like, well, actually, I, I don't really eat here.
0: Everything's good.
1: Yeah, it's like, well. They doubt uh, it. <laughs> you know, and, and so when you're getting those kinds of responses, you're thinking to yourself, mmm, you know, if if you don't eat here, maybe I shouldn't either. Yeah. Uh, you know, but this lady she, she really had was exceptional at what she was doing. Now, not only did she get a great tip off of it, but also like that's where I'm going to go. Yeah,
0: that's- I was going to say I bet I guarantee you're going back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Guaranteed.
1: Yeah, and so so that's the place that I want to go. So, if that's your craft, be exceptional at it. The you know, l- l- let's put this into kind of another, you know, another example is so maybe you're a manufacturer and you're thinking to yourself you're like, well, yeah, I I already do quality control and so, you know, how am I going to be exceptional at that? Well, look at like your warranty claims. And, sure. you know, like have, have a killer warranty process or, uh, have a, right. uh, you know, an
0: amazing delivery process or, yeah. you know, have the, yeah, if you believe in your product, show people that you believe in your product, yeah. you know, if that's your message, convey that message, yeah, you know, and, and, and so if, if the industry standard, if everybody
1: else is giving, you know, 90 day warranties, give six months. Yeah. And be like, we believe in it so strongly that, you know, we're we're gonna extend our warranty beyond what everyone else is doing. And sure. It, and 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 those are the subtle little things that it's like, oh, you notice it, you feel it, you're like, oh, okay, I like these guys yeah. because they are exceptional at their craft. They pay attention to the little details. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, another subtle thing that we've been touching on, but I think is super important to making this thing successful. Uh, something subtle that we've been kind of looking at here with getting detailed is also not getting detailed with everything that you can think of. Pick thank, your, pick your yeah, top thank you one clarification. or two things. Don't go... Five. Don't go top ten. Pick one or two things. Your differentiators—the things that really set you apart—and mm-hmm. you may you may get those ideas of what those are from past sales or your customers, or if you're just starting up, it may be feedback that you're getting from people that you're kind of pitching this to. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, take those things that are your your number one or number two thing that you want to focus on—the differentiator, whatever that is whether that's an insane, no questions asked warranty because your socks are so darn tough, <laughs> <laughs> or because you have great customer service in your restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, pick those pick those things and really hone that in and really and drive that message home. Recognize in, you can in, in everything that you do, yeah.
1: sorry. No, you're good. But recognize you can't be the best at everything. And so be the best at what you can be the best at. And the other things, maintain a standard but you know don't don't try and be everything to all people that just doesn't work yeah so here's the last thing that i would like to just kind of wrap this up with and uh, there are so many aspects to cultural marketing because mm. it's your culture right and and so you can't just limit this to here are the three things to
0: do for cultural <laughs> marketing.
1: You know, that, yeah. that doesn't exist, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, take some time and think about your own culture, think about the things that matter in your business, in your industry, with your employees, with your customers. Yeah. But here's one that is pretty universal and so I feel like it's worth mentioning and we can kind of tie it up with this. Okay. Cultural marketing is holistic. Absolutely. You, you can't forget certain aspects of your business. Now don't get confused with, we just finished telling you not to try and do everything. And now I'm saying now do everything. No, no, no. I'm not saying do everything. I'm saying be aware of all of the things that are adding to your culture. So if you've got an employee who has a rotten attitude, your customers feel it whether right. they interact directly with that customer, or with that employee or not mm-hmm. your customers feel it why because you know his rotten attitude other is now affecting the other employees who now are associating with it mm-hmm. and things are going to slip yeah. out you know they're yeah. going to be like well, you know, we we would have that uh, you know that shirt in here for yeah. you, but someone forgot to place the order,
0: so I can't help you today. You know, and, yeah. and oh oh, don't actually come in tomorrow. You're gonna want to come in on Wednesday, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or or that employee shows up late, so there's nobody there to help your customers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are a myriad of different yeah. ways that work one with me. Don't thing. work with them. What, yeah. What does that message say? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know.
1: And, and so it's a holistic thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what does your storefront look like? What's the experience that your customers are having? What, yeah. what are they telling their friends online? Are you right. replying to their online concerns in a positive manner? How do you deal with negativity when the customer is sitting there complaining to you? Are you like groveling for their forgiveness or mm-hmm. are you saying, hey, I'm sorry that you had a bad experience. I'm willing to do this to help you. But at the same token, we stand by, you know, what we do and I'm not going to let you beat me up over this. I mean, sure. there, there's so many things that go into it. And so I, I would just say when you're looking at your cultural marketing, you know, take a step back. Take a big picture view and ask some other people, ask your customers, just flat out ask them and say, Hey, you know, what do you appreciate that we do? What do you not like that we do? And, And, you know, getting that, you know, getting that honest feedback and doing something with that honest feedback, that's part of that holistic cultural Mm -hmm. marketing experience.
0: Yeah. So we want to be to wrap, to kind of tie this all in, right? We want to be holistic and this is a little bit counterintuitive, but we also want to be detailed into our approach of the things that we want to focus on and fix. We want to pick one or two things. The top things. Yes. So Your-
1: holistic and understanding everything, mm-hmm.
0: focusing on the top things. Right. And be detailed in that approach. Uh, pick one or one or two things, like like we said, and set smart goals. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's what awful. it is. There's smart goals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's like I got a I got a side hustle. It's one of those. Ugh, just, it's not that. It uh, gets under my skin. Yeah,
1: everyone else is fine with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so with that. We hope that you guys enjoyed listening. We'd love to hear what are some of the things that you have implemented in your culture. Yes. So reach out to us. You can find us uh, on Twitter at mmm small biz. So that is mmm small b i z, and uh, you know reach out, share your comments, let us know. We'd love to hear.